Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our sleep stories commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the app. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello, and welcome to this sleep story from Abide. I'm Lonane. Thanks for joining me tonight for the unchanging Jesus. Tonight, you will travel to explore the tiny island of Malta in the Mediterranean Sea that is seeped in biblical history. As you see this country in the modern day, you will hear about the first century world experienced by the Apostle Paul. As you see the world of the first century Christians and the Apostle Paul, you will be reminded that although days turn slowly into centuries, the words of Hebrews 13 verse 8 remain true throughout it all. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. The same God that the Apostle Paul worshipped and proclaimed wherever he went is the same God that you worship today. And you will be reminded of those days of old as you walk the very cobblestone streets that Paul walked, all the while experiencing the wonder of the beautiful island nation. This country of Malta is one you've likely never heard of, and were you to attempt to find it on a digital map, you would have to zoom, zoom, and zoom a little more before finally spotting it just south of Sicily, right in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Your travel is planned, meaning your experience would be much different than the Apostle Paul's, who once found himself on the island unexpectedly after poor weather caused a shipwreck while he was a prisoner on his way to Rome. But like Paul, you will experience the kindness of the nation's people as you remember the unchanging character of Jesus Christ and the unfailing love of God. Before we begin our journey, first take a few minutes to prepare yourself for a good night of sleep. Turn off your lights and climb into bed finding a comfortable position in which to lie. Close your eyes and let your head sink into the pillow and point and flex your toes, feeling the stretch in your legs and loosening your muscles. Allow the stretch to make its way through your whole body, up to your shoulders, and through your neck. Turn your head slightly back and forth, sinking 
a little more into your pillow, allowing the weight and pressure you have carried through the day to dissipate. Now, take a slow, deep breath, inhaling slowly through your nose and pausing a moment before exhaling slowly through your mouth. Take a moment to acknowledge that this day has come to a close. There is nothing more for you to produce. Nothing left for you to do but to rest fully in the confidence that the Lord your God is in control. As we prepare to experience the world of the Apostle Paul, rest in his words inspired by the Holy Spirit in Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Surrender any anxieties from your day, any worries or concerns. Lay them at the feet of Jesus and receive the gift of rest tonight. Take one more moment to reflect on your day and surrender both the joys and struggles to your Heavenly Father who cares so deeply for you. Let's pray. Good and gracious God, our loving Heavenly Father, thank you for this precious child of yours. I know you love them so much, and you are so proud of them. Thank you for carrying them through another day and for walking beside them through all of their joys and through each of their sorrows. I know that as they lie down to sleep tonight, there is likely much on their mind fighting for their attention. And so I ask that you would give them the gift of peace tonight. Allow them to fully trust in you, embracing the gift of rest that you are giving them tonight. Remind them of your goodness and kindness. Let them feel the depths of your love and rest in that promise tonight. God, I give you thanks for the promise that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Thank you that in him we have salvation comfort and the truest friend. I pray that your beloved child would find rest in that friendship tonight as they sleep. Amen. Now, take another deep breath and get ready to experience the wonder of a present-day country seeped 
in biblical history a place where you can walk where the Apostle Paul walked and see how a tiny island nation has transformed over centuries and yet remains filled with relics of the past you think again of the words recorded by Luke a follower of Jesus in the book of Acts he tells the story of the Apostle Paul's life and the many journeys he took including one trip when he had been arrested by men who wanted to stop the message of Christ from spreading in this story found at the end of Acts we learned that their ship encountered rough seas and ended in a shipwreck you imagine what Paul must have been thinking Paul never planned on being a prisoner and shipwrecked on a small island surely could not have made that trip better you find comfort in the consistency of Christ's character you know the words of Hebrews are true that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever and in God's goodness he had a greater purpose in the midst of the unexpected changes to Paul's travels and so he has a purpose for you when your plans are interrupted or when your life isn't going as you hoped or imagined it would you can find rest in the promise that indeed Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever now let your imagination wander allowing your mind to get lost in the story as I take you on a journey to this tiny Mediterranean island you arrive on this beautiful island by plane in the early morning hours of an autumn day as you disembark you smile at the flight attendant and pilot standing by the exit door and offer your thanks they smile in return wishing you a good day in cheery but thick European accents you easily make your way off the jet bridge and through the airport we are greeted by a tour guide and a small group of fellow travelers who share your excitement for the upcoming adventure learning that you are the last arrival the tour guide instructs the group to follow her outside leading you through the large open-air concourse and outside to a bright orange 15 passenger van with the name and logo of the tour company scripted in a font that catches your eye as soon as you step outside the airport you feel the warm humid air despite summer being over and autumn well on its way this Mediterranean country has the humidity of an island nation consequently it's not long before you feel a gentle breeze against your skin you marvel at the joy of a small island where you can feel both the warm sunshine and the cool autumn breeze at the same time 
You climb inside the bright orange van, sliding toward the window in the first row of seats. The other tourists climb in, filling in the rows, and the guide makes her way to the driver's seat. As the van turns on, the air conditioning immediately starts blowing, reverting throughout the vehicle. The air quickly turns cool, and as you feel the burst of air on your cheeks, you take a deep breath of gratitude. Think back to Acts, the collection of stories from the leaders of the early church. In one of these stories, near the end of the book of Acts, Paul was taken as a prisoner, but while they were on board, an unexpected storm took them off course. While trying to find their bearings, their ship broke apart off an unknown island. Verses 1 and 2 of chapter 28 in the book of Acts read, Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. Just like the Apostle Paul, you learn that the island on which you have landed is called Malta, and it is here, surrounded by the beauty of the Mediterranean Sea, that you will walk the same streets once walked by the Apostle and his companions. Your final destination is St. Paul's Catacombs, a relic of first century history located beneath the streets of Malta. But first, you will get to experience the sights and culture of this beautiful country. Even in this simple way of transportation, you consider how very different your experience is from that of Paul. You arrive by plane and climb into a vehicle, whereas he arrived by boat and explored the island by foot. There are so many things that are different, and yet one thing stays the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, and today, and forever. The bright orange tour van takes you from the airport straight to the coast, which doesn't take long at all. As she drives, your tour guide shares her knowledge of the island, and you learn that Malta is one of the smallest countries in the world, at just over 122 square miles. The short drive leads you to Marshashlok, a small fishing village on the southeast corner of Malta, tucked along the Mediterranean Sea. You climb out of the van, and the humidity hits you again, warm upon your skin. This time, you not only feel the Mediterranean in the humid air, but you can almost see it. You walk toward the shore, looking around to admire this small village. There are modest homes that line the street, but you instinctively walk toward the noise and commotion, wondering what could be happening by the water. 
As you round the corner, finally catching sight of the sea, you stop in your tracks. You now know what the commotion was as your eyes start back and forth from table exhibits to the boats littering the harbor. They lock on the water where you see dozens, if not hundreds, of small boats anchored near the shore and bobbing up and down in the Mediterranean as the water ebbs and flows. You are not only struck by the number of boats in the sea, but by the brilliance of the colors and the uniqueness of their design. You walk closer to the shore, mesmerized by what you see in the water, walking as closely as you can to the water. You simply admire the scene before you. The sun is still making its way to its zenith, but it's already warm upon your skin. The coolness of the day has yet to turn to heat, and you enjoy the breeze that blows naturally off the sea. Lost in the moment, you don't hear the tour guide walking over, but when you turn, you find her standing next to you. Before you have a chance to ask, she is already speaking. These boats are called Lutsus. Malta is famous for them. The small boats that fill the harbor are all of similar design. They're small, perhaps only big enough to hold two or three fishermen. They're Carvel-built wooden boats with a distinct point at the bow and the stern. The coloring of the boats is all the same, with only slight variations differentiating one from another. The bottom third of the boat is a light blue that nearly blends in with the sea, especially as it ebbs with the waves. The middle third of the boats is all a bright yellow, with a thin white edge between it and the blue below. There's another thin white edge at the top of the yellow coloring, with the final top portion of the boats as a brownish red color. Some of the boats have the brownish color in the middle and the yellow on top, while others still have a brighter red instead of the brown in color. Somewhere on nearly every boat you see bright green paint some have just a line between two of the other colors, while others have just the tip painted where the rope ties it to the dock. Regardless of the placement of each of the colors, they are each bright and enticing, collectively turning the harbor into a place of joy and delight. The sun shines upon them, making them sparkle as the water glistens on the harbor. You think of how many things have changed from the time that Paul walked on this island to the time in which you now stand. While much has changed, you find comfort in the one thing that stays the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today 
and forever. You turn with your guide and begin walking up the sidewalk from the edge of the water back toward the crowd. You find yourself at a weekend market in the Marshaslock Harbor. There are small tables set up along the sidewalk, lining either side of the pedestrian walkway. Each offer a different array of artisan gifts and fresh fruits and vegetables. You walk to the first table to admire the jewelry, colorful woven bracelets and handmade stone earrings in an array of shapes and styles. You smell the next table before you see it, and after walking a little further, you see a table filled with a wide array of fish and signs indicating that it was just caught overnight. Also on the table is an assortment of fresh fruits and vegetables. There are hundreds of peaches with the crisp yellow color fading into a deep red. You reach out and pick one up, feeling the slight fuzz of the skin beneath your fingers. Beside the peaches, is a line of pears, right on verge of ripeness with their greenish skin beginning to yellow. Next to the pears you see a row of plums with their deep bluish purple coloring. Beside the plums are small baskets with tomatoes on the vine, each basket containing five or six ripe red tomatoes. Just looking at the fresh fruits brings their taste to your mind. The sweetness of a peach and the tartness of the pear. You think of the gift of food that comes from the earth, and it makes you wonder what the Apostle Paul might have eaten on his time here so long ago. Have the fruits and vegetables grown here stayed the same? Has the soil changed over time? lending farmers to favor a different crop. No matter what has changed, one thing has stayed the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. You continue wandering and exploring the artisan crafts and the offerings of both the farmers and the fishermen. And after exploring the market, you make your way back to the group. As you leave the Marshallschlock market, you take one more look back at the harbor, the sun glistening off the water, and the bright colors of the Lutz boats brings a smile to your face. Climbing back into your seat on the bright orange van, you look out the window as you ride along. Noticing the whitewashed buildings that remind you of photos you've seen of Greece. There are people walking all about as you pass parks and markets and playgrounds filled with children. After a short drive, your guide parks and you get off the bus with the others. You walk toward a building that reminds you of a state capitol or an old museum. The building is a sandy brown color with countless thin cracks, reminding you 
that it has stood in this place for thousands of years. There is an iron crate painted a beige color, and it stands open, creating a walkway, welcoming you to the entrance. Two tall pillars stand on either side of the iron gate, and on the left, you see a stone sign with the engraved words, Museum Department, St. Paul's Catacombs. You walk through the gate and into the ancient building. Once inside, you learn that the catacombs are ancient underground tombs, once used by the Romans for hundreds of years. You're allowed to walk underground, taking a dim, dusty staircase downstairs. This underground air is musty and cool. The ceiling is low, and you have to duck just slightly. But once you are underground, you see how vast indeed the space is. There are dozens of stone-cut arched hallways going down 10 or 20 yards. As you stand underground in this ancient catacomb, you are struck once more the passing of time and the way things come and go. What is now new will someday be old, and what is now old will soon be ancient. Days turn into years, and years turn into centuries, and so much about nations and people and cultures will ebb and flow with change, just as the Lutz boats ebb and flow in the Mediterranean Sea. And with all of this change, one thing stays the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And the love of Christ has indeed stayed the same. Jesus came and lived a life that you could not, and he died the death that you deserved. And he did it out of a deep love for you that you might come to know and experience his love. Whether you walk the streets of your hometown or travel to the tiny island of Malta to walk the streets once walked by the Apostle Paul, there is but one unchanging constant in your life, the promise of Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Lean into the unchanging love of Christ and find your comfort and peace in Him as you rest tonight. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that you stay the same despite the many things that shift and change throughout our lives. We find such comfort in the promise that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. I pray that your beloved child would rest in this great promise as they remember your faithfulness. You are good, and we will give you all honor and praise. 
In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. No matter where the Apostle Paul ended up, whether intentionally or unexpectedly, he was sharing the message of Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Whether you walk the streets of your hometown or travel to the tiny island of Malta to walk the streets once walked by the Apostle Paul, there is but one unchanging constant in your life, the promise of Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever.